It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to Glib Shark, the podcasting madness of three people and the shark of their dreams. Our hosts include Jack Jengaship Edithel, Lauren Oboe Crazy Urban, and Jonathan Roadblock Cerna. Dive in as they chat with interesting people across the internet and generally talk about really geeky things. Be a chum and join us, won't you? It's time for Glib Shark. So what, what, what had happened were Jack lost power. Oh. Until 2 a.m. Oh, God. So whatever is, is going on, it's like a planned outage or something stupid. I don't know. But the point of it is, is that we're not getting a Jack. Okay. It happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad it's something as pedestrian as a power outage. Yes, so am I. Okay. Well. Hey, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Lauren. And we are Glib Shark. Tonight, we were supposed to be talking sports and playing Destiny, but instead, we're just playing Destiny. But we'll also talk about other stuff. It's not going to be strictly Destiny talk. But the plan was Jack has a new Destiny character, and we're all really excited. So we were going to play some missions with his new baby character and, and get him up to speed. Unfortunately, because of some weird power issue, we're not, he's not going to be with us tonight. However, we do have the lovely, the talented, the amazing Oboe Crazy here to maybe do something a little, something we call This Week in Geek. How are you, Lauren? I'm exhausted. I literally moved into my apartment like an hour ago. Um, literally up until an hour ago, my bed was still coming in uh, and everything was still being set up, but I'm here and I've internet and I have everything I need. So this week in geek, I, I don't know if you guys have talked about E3 at all, but I, I basically wanted to just run down some of the shit that happened at E3. We did spend a good amount of time talking about it last week, but okay. if there's anything you want to hit on, that's fine. That's, that's perfectly okay. Well, yeah, I mean, because of the whole moving thing, E3 was, and I haven't had a chance to talk to anyone about E3 because I, I was moving. Um, I'm excited about Halo 5. What did you guys think about Warzone? I think Warzone looks kind of awesome. Um, the one being backwards compatible with the 360 is kind of huge, especially for people who still have a whole backlog of 360 games. Because of that, I literally haven't set up my 360 at the new place. I only have the one set up. The videos for the, um, the the HoloLens. Holy shit, I want this thing. I have no interest in, in uh, virtual reality, but the, the AR augmented reality stuff that HoloLens does, I want that so bad. I want to just put on those glasses and project games on a wall, not have to worry about a TV. Um, and also the whole Minecraft thing looked really cool. Uh, there's the new Mass Effect game, which everyone was all excited about, but all we got was a glorified trailer. Uh, looks pretty. I want to know more. 
Um, there's a Rainbow Six beta coming. Uh, there's apparently plans for Zombies 2. Uh, Sony had The Last Guardian and Final Fantasy 7. So suddenly now maybe I have to get a PS4, even though I don't have any money. It actually seemed like a really, really cool E3. Um, I I don't know how much you guys talked about it, but usually everyone goes into E3 kind of hopeful and then comes out kind of bummed. And it, I feel like all the press conferences this year did a really good job of showing off all kinds of awesome things that make everybody excited about gaming again. So there you go. That's all for this week in Geek. I'm Mobo Crazy. Let's kill shit. The world is indeed a strange, killy place. If you have a fact you'd like, lo- or ah, ha, ha, I don't do this. If you, have a <laughs> if you fact, like a fact, <laughs> if you have a fact you'd like read live and on the air, hit up OboCrazy at OboCrazy on Twitter or RoosterTeeth.com/OboCrazy or any number of means by which you can grab her. And if you if your fact is awesome or just kind of weird or extremely geeky then it may get read live and on the air. But as you said, Lauren, we are here to kill some shit. And uh, I am actually outfitting my, my Titan to go. And so you need to send me an invite here. because Yeah, we need to do this. Now, this is the first time I've played Destiny in weeks. I think actually the last time I played Destiny was with you playing through the first couple of missions on uh, the last expansion. So... Right. I'm I'm that that was it. I got myself up to 32 and I haven't played since. So I'm at your disposal for whatever you'd like to do. We can continue to do story missions that I haven't seen. Uh, We can grab a third and do a raid. We can just dance in the tower or in the reef and chat, which whichever you'd prefer. Well, the, the it is nightfall night, so that would be good. Something good we could do. I did see that uh, Stephen and. And Jules were on, but since they're probably in a party, it'll be tougher to bring him in on Skype. It'd be fun to have them, but I think uh, let's. I all I ask is parts. let's let's not go into multiplayer because yeah I'm, yeah I'm, no that'd be I, we, a bad yeah we just need to do something that's nice and low key. So I figured some strike playlist ought to ought to Ooh. do the trick. And there you are. There I am. So who are you playing as? I am playing as my Titan, as you can see. Here, let me put on my helmet real quick. There's a, the new Titan helmet is absolutely ridiculous and kind of awesome. And the one that was originally shown, or sold by the new, one of the new vendors uh, was kind of garbage in stats. This one, actually, I got from something else. Yes, <laughs> Do it you is a have fucking, a ship on your head? What the I hell is that? I have a fucking airplane on my head. Watch, watch. <laughs> that is ridiculous it oh is, my god this is a terabat helmet but it actually has really good stats and and so it, it works with the kind of build that i'm going for so it's uh it's pretty nice it that's ridiculous i i am still wearing my my awesome skull helmet as you can well i don't have it on in the in the tower but you'll see when we get out in the boot actually we could do the nightfall uh, and that is it's actually a pretty straightforward nightfall. It's it's Valus to Arc with solar and arc burn and a couple other things. But uh, they nerfed Valus to Arc, so okay. you have if you have a Yaller horn like I do, I then all you, I all you really have to do is just kind of sit back and and blast his ass. I do not have a a um, a Galahorn. However, I do have a maxed out Vision of Confluence and an Icebreaker, which both do uh, solar damage. And I can be a Sun Singer. 
Yes. So there we go. Oh, Let's... I need to be a bubble bro. I'm not a bubble bro. Hang on. Let me let me fix that here and make sure that we have. Oh, we'll do weapons of light. We're not. Fe- we're we're feeling pretty uh, pretty frisky here. But yes, it's. Uh, oh, I have two visions of confluence on this guy. I didn't put the other one back. But anyway, it's. Uh, it, this should be a pretty pretty easy. I, I did it a little while ago, and it took a surprisingly little amount of time. So. Well, but once again, I, I haven't played in a while, so I am relatively um, fresh and new to a lot of this. And Nightfalls are, you know, y- yeah, nerfed Nightfalls can still be a little tough. So I forgive everybody for my noobish play in the next couple of minutes. I'm sure it'll be fine. But in the meantime, we can talk more about E3 and, and upcoming stuff. I uh, I think that the Bethesda presentation was actually really good. Um, the, the, get the look at fallout four, even though I don't really play fallout was still pretty neat. And I did like the, uh, the, the quake trailer that we got. That was, that was pretty cool. I'm, I feel like I should be much more excited about fallout four than I am. And I think part of it is I, I just so completely, outplayed fallout three i have just gone in the wrong direction I yeah just that's fine that's fine i got bunch it of people. okay um yeah i i feel like i just i played way too much of fallout three and i got a little crazy with it and i got a little annoyed by it because it was all brown and all depressing and and i'm certainly much more of an oblivion skyrim kind of person when it comes to bethesda games we so um yeah, I, it looks super pretty, and I do like that there's a better color scheme. And I did watch the the opening. I, I guess it's the not the opening cinematic, but the opening t- basically tutorial thing that's in the the quote unquote past before all the the bombs drop. Right. And I I thought that was pretty cool, like the way they were having you pick all your weapons and or all your stats and perks and everything. I thought that was fairly ingenious. But in the end, I'm like, oh, it's it's more Fallout. I don't know if I want more Fallout. Oh, Arcburn or Solar Burn, you make me so happy. Yeah, this is uh, this is going to be a lot of fun, especially when you start letting your uh, letting your icebreaker sing. Yeah, uh, I, that one was good. Uh, I really liked. I actually, my favorite one was for the console that I'm probably going to play the least, and that was the Nintendo one. And that's it. Was just it was a fun little presentation. It was made with a lot of care and not much reverence, so that's why I liked it. Yeah. And, and so that was that was fun. That was good. For what it was, I think people who are more excited about it than me, I think are going to be super happy. Oh, ow. All right. I That's, got you. That was that was a rocket to the face. That was a rocket. Run to the away. Face. I was actually talking to someone else uh, while we were playing some prison of elders last night. And uh, we were really excited about the the new multiplayer mode where you get to dunk the spark on people just, just for the fact that for the first time in, in competitive multiplayer, you will actually literally be able to dunk someone. <laughs> I guess, I guess if, if you're, if you talk about stuff that isn't league of legends where some of the, some of the like high level abilities actually look like dunks. So Yeah. No, I I still have to try out some of those new modes. I've heard really good things. Oh, God. I forgot you guys were over here. Ow. 
Yeah, I uh, we were actually playing a bunch of Trials of Osiris, and so far the the dudes that I've been rolling with, we haven't punched a uh, silver beyond a silver ticket yet. But um, but we're we're hopeful. It's just really really hard. It's and every week we're playing on maps that that like at least one of us hasn't played before, and that one of us is usually me because I don't play a lot of the the little small maps that tend to be trial maps. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun, and and it really does test your game. It's like it's it's harder than the Iron Banner, and it's it's just it it's a good kind of intense, but it isn't. It is it is pretty. Uh, pretty high level especially with the way the games are set out because like it's elimination so you put down all all the dudes and then you win the round but just because you win a round doesn't mean you win the game you have to win five rounds and sometimes it's really easy because the dudes are chumps and sometimes it's really 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 hard you know i've just been the moments that i get to play i've been playing a lot of halo and i've been I, I think i'm almost done with diablo because i don't really have people to play with and i'm i'm kind of at the loot grinding portion of Diablo so um, I think I'm pretty much done but I've been achievement farming in basically everything in in the Master Chief collection and been having some fun with that uh, recently it's been a lot of playing the <laughs> playing everything on easy and doing the speed runs which is oh shit uh, right. Rabbi, it's pretty uh, safe we killed the Colossus. I, I died. Oh, did we? I didn't Colossus. see him. Yeah. I didn't see him actually die. Oh, it's not the Colossus I'm worried about. It's those the, the scions that oh, drive yeah. me nuts. Science or signs can be a pain, but the, we can keep them far away. Oh, uh, w- uh, do not forget the dropship in this. I, when I was oh, coming yeah. through earlier, I forgot all about the dropship, and it took a revive not for us to wipe. And I'll kill you because I was dumb. Well, you know, if you haven't done the strike in a while. Yeah, this one has been such a grind until they fixed it. It was something that I was not looking forward to doing every week or, or at all. So I, especially on the weeks where for some reason they didn't give you a burn with this strike. For those of us who may be listening to this audio only, we're doing You're the You're going to be really confused. We're doing the Valis to Arc strike in Destiny, which is the longest strike. And, uh, and up until very recently featured a major bullet sponge of a boss and and now they fixed it to where the strike takes a little longer i believe the trade-off is he does a little bit more damage but has a lot less health which is good that's good because that he had just way too much health and he was never the hard part of that of this raid it was all of the ads that would just come out of nowhere yeah well the the hard part was that you had it it was dealing with the ads and then dealing with him. So it was just, it was sort of like there are some bosses of in prison of elders that are like, oh ship 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 ship. Oh yep. god, yep, oh I'm god, I oh, got. Uh, but there are some bosses like Quadrant in the uh, in the prison of elders. He's tough because his mechanic makes you fight the ads a little bit closer. But then you have to remember, oh yeah, the point is to kill him. So it's it's really it's hard. Yeah. But anyway, going back to uh, going back to some of the other stuff we were talking about. Yeah. I, so, what else at E3 were you excited about? I was really excited about, uh, like you mentioned, the backwards compatibility because it's just going to make like, I, I, specifically, there's a uh, uh, me and my friends play Mass Effect Three multiplayer. It's, it's kind of had a resurgence in our gaming group, and 
it'll be nice to be able to play that without having to whip out the 360, just being able to do it here. I, I guess my question about the backwards compatibility was if someone has a legit 360 and is playing a game on there and someone else has a one with a 360 emulated game, can they play each other? And I would think the answer would be no. See, now, the way I understand the way it's going to work, I think the answer is yes, because the 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 way I understand what they're doing is it's the one is not playing a 360 game. The one is playing 360. It's playing a game called 360. Oh. And so the everything that happens is... So, like, if you were to look at your friends list, so if I was playing an emulated game on the one, to you, it's going to look like I'm playing on the 360. It's not going to be a, um, it's it's not like, oh, she's on the one and she's playing an emulated game. So, I I think so. Although I'm assuming so much of the functionality of the one that you, you know, that isn't on the 360, you're not going to have obviously. Um, but yeah, I, I I think that might work. They haven't confirmed it, but that's just my guess based on the way I understand the, how it's working. Because that's how um, that's how they're able to make some of the one functionality work like on these 360 games. Like you can do saved films, you can uh, you you can do all of the stuff on the one with those games because the one is just playing 360. It's not playing. Bioshock. It's not playing Mass Effect. It's playing 360, and the 360 that you're on just happens to be playing those games, which is actually kind of fucking ingenious when you think about it. Yeah, and so, and I'm I'm only talking about this because I'm pretty sure he's not going to be listening to our show. But uh, I got to play with uh, Martha's son Silas the other day nice. on Destiny, and it was super. Oh, I'm gonna die. I'm down. I'm oh, down. All right, I'm coming. Uh, but it was super awesome, and and I know he was really excited because he's been wanting to play with friends for a while, and it it was just like wow. Well, I I would I hope that that gets a little easier, and it sounds like it will because if it is working that way, then I don't have to use a go back to my 360 to play with Silas. I can just turn on the 360 app and then play with him, yep. which is super fucking awesome. Nope, the whole thing is the whole thing is pretty awesome. Um, I don't know. I know the preview uh, people have that functionality now, but it's only with a limited number of games. And I've oh, also really? heard, yeah. So it hasn't come out for everybody yet, and it's basically developers have to opt in to let their game be emulated. Um, and it's not working yet with DLC because of the fact that you still have to have the disc. So that's how, you know, it's it's preventing all kinds of wonky things from going on. But, you know, th that's kind of the, the next step is, okay, are you just blowing past these guys? Or oh, yeah, we... absolutely. Oh, no, okay. if we can blow past them, let's do it because it's, all it, right. it just makes everything easier. Uh, 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 uh. Excuse me. Pardon me. Excuse me. See, this is when having the overdrive on this on this speed bike is so much fun. Yes, I I have actually gone back to using my Vault of Glass speeder. So, I, I use that in the Crota speeder, which is just 
a reskin of the Fault of Glass Speeder, which is totally dumb. Yeah, but, you know, that's what happens in loot games is reskins. That's half the fun, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, I, I'm super excited. But anyway, so the point is, is that I am looking to organize a bunch of 360 Destiny players to take Silas on the raid. Because Ooh. I don't think he's ever raided before. And from everything I've heard, going on the Vault of Glass raid would blow his little mind. And Well, I, if, yeah, if he hasn't done the raid, there, that's something completely different. So, But yeah, I, I would assume that would work. Um, but once again, that is an assumption. Right. Uh, it's right. interesting... Definitely with uh, with a game like Destiny and where you do have two different versions, like how exactly that would work. How uh, exactly actually come back here. Come back here. I'm going to I'm putting up a bubble so we can uh, we can totally waste his ass okay. and hide. But uh, wait till he launches rockets and then once they impact, we'll go. You're a punk, 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 punk. All right. Die, die. 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 Oh, that hurt. Die. Die. Whoa. Okay. We're eating a synth here, so hopefully my bubble doesn't go down while I'm eating said synth. Oh, see, I just, I radianced, so I moved out of the bubble because I don't know how much longer it's working. And now I've got lots and lots of grenades for everybody. And now he's dead. And he's dead. Yeah, I love the uh, this strike is so much better now. <laughs> I found uh, fun things. Okay. I didn't get any Yeah, of that Well, sense. I mean part of it was burn, but yeah, that that was even with burn last time. God, your helmet is ridiculous. It is so fucking cool. So like so Jones, uh Dr. Jones, our good friend has this helmet as well and a few other people do, and whenever we like are running around, we're always like in a flying V. It's so red. <laughs> oh, my hunger of Crota is now ready to upgrade. Yay. All right, let's see. What else happened at E3 that was kind of cool? Um, let's see. I am excited about Halo uh, 5. I think it looks really good. I think Warzone looks ridiculous. Um... I like that Warzone came out because I had plenty of friends who are wheelmen who were getting very nervous that no one had talked about vehicles yet. And so that one Warzone clip basically confirmed every vehicle ever of all time. Right. So, you know, whether or not they're still excited about the game, um, now it's like, okay, yes, there will be, you know, like there is any doubt, but yes, there will be Warthogs. There will be everything. Um I do wish there had been another beta before the game uh, for something larger than the arena because, you know, I, I am primarily a big team battle person and big team battle and, and especially Warzone. I mean, that's what a 12 on 12. Yeah, it's going to be huge and it's going to be nice for those big ass groups that you sometimes get because mm -hmm. there, there are some nights where you have trouble getting four people. And then there are some nights where you're like, well, we have nine. Sorry, bro. You can't come with us. Yep, absolutely. Oh, look, we're back at the reef. Let's see what else came out. Um, yeah, I 
I am. Did you ever play Shadow of the Colossus or Ico? I, I I am familiar with them, but I did not play either. Okay, I played Shadow. I played the shit out of Shadow of the Colossus. I did not play Ico. Shadow of the Colossus was gorgeous. It was an absolutely stunning game. It was one of my favorite things on any of the PlayStation. Um, I got a dead shot from. Well, at least it's something legendary. I don't know what it is. It's a dead uh, shot, Luna. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... it's the dead orbit scout rifle. It's actually pretty good, uh, depending no, on what like roles you get. Rifles. Yeah, it's got absolutely no. Uh, it doesn't do any kind of specific damage. No, no, it's it since it's a vendor weapon, it won't. Oh, that's too bad. It looks cool though. Anyway, um, yeah, it's I I really enjoyed that game. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Um, and so more in that vein, even different more in that vein makes me happy. Um, I'm also happy to see that this is not a game that's in development hell because I'd pretty much written it off as like, oh, this is, this is uh, Half-Life 3. It's just, it's never going to happen. Just not happening. Um, right. And I do love Final Fantasy. And oh, that's the vault. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, what's this computer bank of funness? Um I do love Final Fantasy. I do love Final Fantasy VII. I have been excited about a remake. I, I do love that grind. Um, I don't think I'm going to have the money to buy a PS4 anytime soon. You know, not with the new apartment and, you know, lawyers and stuff. But, hey, you know, if a, I, I would love it. I would love to be able to play just those two games alone that came out at the Sony press conference makes me wish I had a, a PlayStation. Cause up until that point, there was really nothing that was coming out that was PlayStation exclusive. Um, although it was interesting the way they announced um, the final fantasy remake, it's coming quote first to PlayStation, which makes me wonder if it's going to come to Xbox. If it comes to Xbox, I will play the shit out of it. I did oh, yeah. not have a PlayStation 1, and so I never got to play it. And I played the shit out of Final Fantasy games when they were on the Super Nintendo. But since there was a big gap between consoles that I had owned, I had never gotten the chance to play it. So that, that is something that I will legit play. If it comes on the 1, then it, it, it's, it's a definite buy for me. Oh, yeah. Well, and... What exactly coming first to PlayStation? I don't know what that means. That could just mean that it's only coming to co to um, computer. That it's just coming to PC. Um, but the the last couple Final Fantasy games have come out on Xbox consoles, so it would not surprise me if it was a delayed release. And if that's the case, then sold. I'm the same way. I will I will play the shit out of that because that's. You know that that's old school RPG goodness with that's not crappy old graphics. Win. You, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Do just do strike playlist. That way we can we can just kind of do it in the background and talk. Okay. Ah, uh, what else? E three. I really that Hololens. That really looks. I'm not never going to be able to afford it. I really. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to afford that. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, and that thing will be super cheap. But everything about that, the practicality of that, is so much more exciting to me than any of the VR stuff. And and the VR stuff looks fun and really interesting and cool. 
but all I ever see for it is like um, is is games basically, and the idea of of amusement park ride games. Whereas, I mean, just that moment in the Minecraft demo uh, with the Hololens where he stuck the screen up on the wall. And it's not really there, but you can see it clearly and you can have this wonderful 3D view on the wall. I'm like, that's what I want. I want to be able to not have to be stuck having to watch the TV wherever the TV is plunked. I want to be able to go to the bedroom and lay on the bed and look up at the ceiling and play or watch a video on my ceiling. I want to go into the kitchen and instead of having to drag a computer on in there to watch a tutorial about cooking something... I can just project that wherever I am. Um, I want to be able to, did you hear at all or talk about at all about what was happening with the, the halo demo with the HoloLens? Oh yes. Yes. I did hear about it and it sounded amazing. It's it. I, I, we talked about this a little where we're okay. Not going to E3 just because it's, it's expensive. You wait in a lot of lines. Yep. It's, it's a big grind. But from everything I heard about the about the the Halo demonstration was it was fucking awesome. You basically got a briefing by Spartans and everything else, and it's just like, yep. oh my god, it sounds fucking amazing. The the moment that I was listening, I've been listening to the Giant Bomb podcast because they they were doing one every single night and talking about everything. And when they were talking about, yeah, you know, they sat us all down and and got us into the Hololens and got us all ready. And they're like, okay, follow the waypoint to the next part of the briefing. And they turned around and there's a goddamn waypoint in real life that you can follow. I'm like, I'm sold. That's amazing. That is that is the best thing ever. And then, of course, it's the practical application. Okay, waypoints are fun and Halo and everything. Now imagine that you're in a city, a city you've never been to before. And instead of having to look down at your phone and look at Google Maps, Google Maps displays a friggin' waypoint uh, wherever you are. And it's just like, hey, go here. Go down this street over there. That's what I want. I, I want that thing so bad. Yeah. Especially since everything I've been hearing at, at E3, you know, all the questions that anyone who got a chance to actually try that out, everyone, oh, I still have my sun singer. I should have switched. Well, uh, the stream there. is going to get interrupted here because Uh-oh. apparently we are, we are really taxing my tiny little computer here. So I'm going to turn down some settings real quick, but we'll keep recording. And so if you have, if you get, grab the MP3 of this, it shouldn't be interrupted. But okay. uh, anyway, so yes, please continue. Yes. Okay, so, yeah, I, I just, everything that I've heard basically were people asking, hey, so you tried out the HoloLens demo, is it what it, you know, looks like? And the answer was yes. Yes, it looks, what you see is what I got, and I am super excited. Um, let's see. I can't think of too many other games that I was super interested in. Um, I mean, everything kind of looked good. Uh, I do want to play the new Doom, but that's mostly out of just abject curiosity more than, I mean, even nostalgia. Like, I played Doom when I was young, but it, it's not like... I have a couple of fond memories, but I'm not salivating at the idea of new Doom. But, you know, Doom. Doom is always fun. Um... 
I saw absolutely nothing that made me want to buy a Nintendo console, but I don't think I'm the target market for Nintendo stuff anymore. Although everything I heard about the the Mario level maker sounded pretty cool, but I'm not I'm not the person who creates levels. I'm the person who plays. So oh, I shouldn't have fallen down there. Yeah, the our our rando is getting a little peeved at me because I'm screwing with stuff. Well, he should stop screwing with you and come actually fight shit. I mean, we're we're down to your wrecking stuff, so it's not like either of us have died or anything. He's getting all the XP, so he shouldn't be upset. But yeah, E3 looked like a lot of fun. I, I still haven't seen all of the gameplay videos because there were a lot and I've been moving. Well, but hey, if you we would have like a caller, to... actually, hang on a second. We, we have a caller. I'm excited. Caller, you are on Glib Shark. Caller, you have the audacity to refer to me as Caller. My name is Tough Talk Tony Spencer. Tony, hey, how's it been, man? I'm irate. I am beside myself. Are I wish you even I was irate? Myself. I'd make a great tag team. Oh, did well, you want what's... to join us in Destiny? Join you in Destiny? It, Tony, Tony doesn't know about Destiny, or, or oh. at least he doesn't play. But Tony, what's uh, what's 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 in your craw? What what is uh, what is making Tough Talk uh, a little tender these days? Okay, well, here's the deal. I have been Tough Talk Tony Spencer since approximately October of 2003, maybe even further back than that. However, I never thought to take it upon myself to get a copyright or a trademark or something ensuring that the Tough Talk name and brand is mine and mine alone. Now, WWE has rebooted their training camp show to make a new superstar called God, Tough Enough. I could hear After, your quotes. That was amazing. After Tough Enough, they are doing a recap talk show hosted by WWE superstar The Miz. And the name of the Tough Enough recap show? Tough Talk. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. yes. Yep. Yep. It happens. If only, now see, a few years ago they released a line of talking wrestling action figures called Tough Talkers. And I thought about back then putting some sort of trademark on my name, but I didn't. And now there is legitimately a talk show on WWE Network called Tough Talk. And I have no stake to it at all. It's just hearsay. Ah, you gotta strike while the iron is hot. Not that I know anything about how you trademark shit without just saying trademark. I, I, I mean, that's all you have to do, right? Just say trademark. I wish. Ow, stop hitting me. Stop hitting me. Who's no hitting? way. Uh, we're playing a video game live and on the air. And I am being meleeed. And I am annoyed. No, that's not good. No, but they're dead. So it's okay. And now I'm going to destroy the world. Okay, well, I mean, you can legitimately show if, I mean, if this comes down to brass tacks and they decide to come after you for some reason, you can, oh, I should revive him. Uh, you can legitimately show I've used this name and used this trademark for longer than you guys have. And 
you know, so I don't think you have to worry about them coming along and saying, yeah, stop using that name because you've got whether or not you want to go to court or anything is another story. But you can you can clearly show, hey, I've been using this longer than you have. Right. So there's that. That's good. Even if I were to go to court, Lauren, I don't think I have a leg to stand on when it comes to the type of lawyers Vince McMahon can afford and the type of lawyers I can afford. Well, this is true. But, you know, sometimes with those kind of like, I don't see that turning into a lawsuit at all. I actually see if if for some reason Vince McMahon was to decide, oh, we need to we need to make sure this Tony Spencer guy isn't going to get in our way. What I see are, you know, you showing, hey, I've got proof here that I've been using this longer than you have and that the, the copyright can be mine and the lawyers buying you out. Indeed. Or or being like, hey, we'll let you continue to use the name and we'll just, you know, we'll just call it even and nobody will, you know, get in each other's way. I don't think you have to really worry. Then again, maybe you can take on Vince McMahon. Come on. Tony Spencer can be the guy who takes down the entire. Is that the WWE or is that the WCW? Which one is that? That's the okay. WWE. Okay. All right. Sorry. Well, I was My ignorance was showing. Be it announced here tonight, ergo concordantly vis-a-vis, that I, Anton Tiberius Spencer, doing business as Tough Talk Tony Spencer, do hereby pledge to topple the mighty empire of Vincent Kennedy McMahon solely for taking the Tough Talk (laughs) name and using it for his own purposes. Nefarious purposes. Nefarious purposes. Let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. If he's Norman Osborn, I'm Peter Parker. If he's Wilson Fisk, I'm Matthew Murdoch. If he's Lex Luthor, I'm Superman. If he if he is uh, 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 I've run out of analogies. Uh, if if he's the Red Skull, you're Captain America. Yes. If if if, if he's John Arbuckle, then I'm Garfield the Cat. Oh, good. that that was a good one. John is evil? What? Of course John is evil. He makes Garfield like not relax and 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 denies him lasagna every once in a while. Have I mean that's seen... pretty sinister. Does he actually really deny him lasagna? I mean I don't I, think I, he does. I, I but... can't say that I've ever actually read a Garfield comic willingly. So Have I don't know. <laughs> Sam Garfield or whatever it is, a guy takes the Garfield comic strip and removes Garfield from it so it looks yes. like John talking to himself. Yes. That, that is That is an amazing comic. I love that one. It is very meta and kind of amazing and I love it. Well, Tough uh, Talk, well, uh, I I'm sorry fun. to hear about your tough times there. That's uh that's rough. So so uh aside from litigation, what can we expect from uh from Tough Talk Tony Spencer? And yes, WWE, I did refer to this gentleman as Tough Talk Tony Spencer. But anyway, uh, that aside, what can we expect from you there? Well, what can you expect from me besides uh, going on um, going on esoteric podcasts and challenging heads of uh, multi-million dollar companies? Are we esoteric? A little bit. Nice. Hey, you know, you're not the nun with the non, but you're a little esoteric. I'll, I'll take it. I feel very haughty right now. This summer, I've, I've devoted myself to yoga, to bettering my diet, so that when September rolls around, I can be in the best shape of my career 
and lead with my mind, not my physical attributes, as I will be taking a back seat from the ring and managing from the outside, for the most part. That's sort of a promotion. It is a promotion. Also, I'm looking to um, establish a charity show sometime this fall, uh, completely for charity, called Hit, Hit Hard Against Homelessness. That's still in the infancy stages. And I've also established a memorial scholarship in honor of my father that I established on Saturday. I set a $1,000 goal on uh, Father's Day, and I reached 500 by the end of Father's Day, and I just checked it, and I've reached about $600, so I got that going for me, which nice. is pretty awesome. Where, where can people go to donate for that if they want to contribute towards the fund? Uh, it's... Um, the proper URL is um, JC Memorial. It's uh, GoFundMe.com uh, slash JC Memorial Scholar. I believe that's it. Well, and if you want to double check, we, we can send our copious okay, amounts of esoteric readers out or gonna, listeners I'm, out I'm, there. I'm going to double. Yeah, I'm going to take a break from the kingdom. Of, I'm going to swipe to my browser for a second and take a break from the kingdom of esoterica. <laughs> that's okay we're fighting a giant eyeball awesome maybe we are esoteric oh well, wait a minute I can still talk to you while I'm on my browser cool yes computers can multitask sometimes what, a, what amazing machines <laughs> oh there we go oh, God, he's right here oh I, sorry I thought that was death I didn't think that was moving Die, giant eyeball, die. Or move over there. Well, they haven't nerfed this fight as far as it just being a grind. Yeah, this one isn't so bad. It obviously goes a bit faster if you have uh, a burn going. But if you have a black hammer, uh, the sniper rifle that I'm using, it's really not that bad because this crit spot oh, is huge. Yeah, the eyeball is gigantic. So the proper, the prop, the URL proper is www.gofundme.com slash JC Memorial Scholar. There you go. All right, folks, it's been lovely chatting with you, but I'll let you get back to your game. And we will talk again soon when Vince McMahon is on his knees begging me for mercy. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Well, the world I... is indeed a tough and talky place. <laughs> and, and Tough Talk, we are, we are always glad to have you on. Uh, it's been a minute since, uh, since we saw each other last, but, uh, but uh, we'll, we'll see each other real soon there. Lauren, I have a request. Okay. You know how Nero played the fiddle while Rome was burning, or so the allegory goes? I have heard of this. When Vince McMahon's empire topples, will you delight us with the oboe? As it burns. Absolutely. I would be honored to. Fantastic. I am so learning the saxophone to play at your wedding. <laughs> Hell, if you actually can take down uh, Vince McMahon, I'll learn to play the fiddle so that I can literally fiddle while Rome burns. Well, if you're going to fiddle anything, it should be the devil went down to Stamford and took out Vince McMahon. There we go. I like this plan. Good night, everyone. Good, Good night. Good night, Tough Talk. And that's been your Tony Spencer update for the week. <laughs> he needs a theme song. He really should... does. We need to come up with... We'll, we'll 
we'll grab Linnea and see if she's got something else up her sleeve. Or if not a theme song, then like the the Law and Order dun dun noise, you know that happens. Uh, we need one of those noises. You know, he 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 deserves a, a noise of announcement. Tonk tonk. That that is a cool ship that guy has. I haven't seen one of those yet. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, that's is. the uh, that's the new reef ship. That's, ah. So you can buy that if you get enough uh, Queen's Bounty stuff. And I was going to suggest that we do Queen's Bounties on here, but those take a little bit more coordination, whereas strikes we can just kind of do and, and talk. Oh, wait. Oh, this is the new one. Oh, this is the new strike. Okay. Uh, so just follow me. Just blow past these guys. Just follow me. Okay. I was about to say, I think we're in the, are we in the middle of this strike? No, we're, we're at the beginning of the new strike. So we start off in Crota. And we're going to be initially fighting high, but we're then we're going to fight uh, lots and lots of fallen. But I mean, it almost felt like we got summoned into an already in progress strike. We did not. Okay. This That's is the good be- to know. This is the beginning of the strike that came with House of Wolves. Okay. Well, I have not done this yet, so this is exciting. But it looks like all the same fun enemies that I've seen before. So I will just kill shit, and it'll be yep. exciting. It, it's this is actually a really good strike, especially with the burn, because it's not that long and it takes even less time when there's a burn on. Uh, oh, and uh, this next part we can just blow by. There's going to be a, a hard, hard left, and so we'll turn the corner and we can just avoid this whole fight up here. Okay. Uh, apparently, the the guy who has joined us has decided not to join us. So that's fine. Fuck him. <laughs> Nope, no following roadblock. Uh, so, yeah, I should probably we, be listening to that, but oh well. It's it's basically you're you're hunting down a guy who's going to be working for the House of Wolves, but you're going to kill him before you can do that because he's really dangerous. So this okay. part, this is the wave wavy part or one of the wavy parts. Uh, it's not as bad as some of the other wavy parts, and uh, oh, and and we lost our dude. He, he ah, may not that's do right. this. But and, and we may get matched up with someone else. But basically what's going to happen is we're going to kill a bunch of waves and then the boss is going to show up. Now, we can damage the boss and his what? damage will stay. What like do you mean any, stay? Any damage we do to him stays with him for the rest of the mission. So like when we run into him next, he will have whatever damage we've done to him. Oh, so he's going to run before we kill him. Right. And he's okay. going to... He's going to do that a couple of times, but each time you hurt him, unlike Omnigol, where it didn't matter how much you hurt him or hurt her, she would just have full health at the last fight. He, yeah. will, he will be hurt by the time we get to him at the end, and he's going to pop out here after this next couple of waves. Give me your life. But what else is going I I actually just finished uh, Orange is the New Black. Oh, okay. Well... Talk about that. I haven't seen a single episode. I'm so behind on TV in general. It's it was it was a really really good season. Uh, some interesting flashbacks. We are going to be doing a a spoiler cast for it. We just have to decide who and when. Probably next week. But uh, I'd really like to pick. I I so very obviously I do like to have uh, female voices on this podcast. I I love. I love the sound of a girl's voice, just just in general. And I also think it's a really good contrast to to what we do. It's just not a couple of dudes talking. It's uh, 
it's it's just people and uh, girls are people, so having them on is great. But especially <laughs> for sorry, I don't know why I found that. Funny. I don't know why that, that, that <laughs> girls are people and people, are people are great. Uh, <laughs> but agree. anyway, so what? Uh, especially with Orange is the New Black, I think having a female perspective on this last season is really important. So I'm looking around for friends who have seen it and who would want to talk about it. Uh, I know Jack and I finished the season, and uh, and we'll see. But okay. that's that's going to be coming up. But anyway, a solid solid show. I watched the first episode of True Detective, which and? just premiered. Oh, the thing I liked about the original True Detective was that it was engaging from the start. Like whatever it was doing, it did really really well, and it did it well from the beginning. This one does not do it as well. Like this one. It, it introduces lots and lots of stuff, but it's really confusing. It's like the first season was very simple. Here's this murder investigation that these two guys are doing. And, and that's great. That's, that's exactly what, uh, what you need because it gives you these two characters. It's uncomplicated, and then it gets more complicated. The new season starts out really complicated with a bunch of, stuff, bunch of characters you've never seen and a storyline you kind of wonder where they're going with. So it, it's, it's a little jarring, and, and quite frankly, I, it's not as engaging. We'll see if that changes. I, I do plan on watching the rest of the season just because I feel like the first season was good enough to earn that credit, but uh, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, maybe a slow burn. I mean, nowadays, shows in general are – it's the norm to have a storyline that goes throughout the entire season, and some shows are better at – engaging right away and some need that slow burn in order to really get going i mean as much as i love agents of shield they do tend to need an episode or two or in the case of the first season half a season to really get going and then once it gets going it's friggin' fantastic it's amazing but you know the first couple of episodes if if what you're looking for is all right i want i want more of the the beginning storyline god damn this captain is doing a really good job of getting your shields back um then yeah it's it, it can be a little frustrating and when you've got stuff like game of thrones to live up to that can be super daunting to do speaking yeah. of game of thrones did you have you done a game of thrones spoiler cast yet we have not and oh, uh that should happen soon. yeah we, we need to do it real soon because there's a ton of stuff to talk about yeah uh, I, you'll have me for that i'm excited yeah I'm super without go. I'm not going to spoil anything. I am super excited being one of the people who had read almost all of the books up until um, recently. I'm finally at the point with the show in where this season there were characters. I had no clue what was going to happen. And it was super fun to finally be able to participate in conversations without having to worry about spoiling things without having to, be super cautious about what I was saying because I had no clue what was going to happen. And if we speculated about stuff, then it was just speculation. I didn't know. Is this door not going to open? Did... I hope it does. I hope it's not. We're not waiting on the, our, the dude who just joined. We might be, though. We might have to wait until he spawns into the level to. OK, well, that's not the worst thing to happen. So but yeah, I was uh, there's still a couple of things that are going to happen 
if, if they follow the books with like one or two characters. Right. That, but not like, much like, no, Oh, like I'm, I'm down to about 10% of, of, Oh, there we go. Yeah. I think we can say without spoiling that book readers and show watchers are now going to be on the same terrible level of not knowing exactly what's going to be going on. Oh, and I have to say, awesome. I, so it, I, I will admit that it is good and it's probably better overall, but I liked being a snobby book reader and knowing exactly what's gonna, <laughs> what was going to happen and being like, like essentially mansplaining the stuff that was happening in the show to people who had not read the books and just being like, oh, there, you've got ads right on you. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling weight. Whoa, that is a tank. That is a tank. Oh, that is a lot more ads. Wow, these guys are they're everywhere. Um, so anyway, yes, I, I think it's pretty safe. Oh, I'm down. Okay, okay. I'm coming for you. But uh, uh, it's pretty safe to say that, that now that we're on the same level, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. <laughs> and, and screw everything. I am the exact opposite. The, the first couple of seasons I super enjoyed, and I thought they were great, and... It was a lot of fun to see um, stuff happening that I'd only read about, and the books are amazing. Oh, uh, I'm he, coming. He keeps sniping me. Like, he just has it in for me, and they're explodey shanks. I'm going to go grab our buddy. Yeah. All right. I'm going to keep the explodey shanks off of you as much as I can. God damn you, explodey shanks. So, like, that was kind of fun, but in the end, at the end of the show, you know, being with Mary and Chris and listening to them chat about stuff and basically not being able to say anything because I, I couldn't even like even with stuff I didn't know if it was going to be the same as the books. I couldn't even really speculate because they knew I had read the books and I didn't even want to lead them down the wrong path. I didn't even want to, you know, say something in honest speculation and have them think that that was what was going to happen. So to finally be at the point in where we could get to the end of an episode and I can go, oh, wow, that is a lot of ads. Um, and finally be able to say, oh, yeah, you know, this was cool and I wonder what's going to happen here. And to actually join in on the conversation without any worry. That was amazing. And... I am not going to read if, if books come out between now and the next season, I'm not going to read them because I want to continue to experience that level of, of conversation. And yeah, yeah, the, the end of the season was a lot of fun. And when we're ready to do a spoiler cast, I'm, I'm totally in for it because I, I will be able to have fun at the spoiler cast. Cause we can talk about the stuff that happens and I don't have to worry about spoiling anything from, well, almost anything from the books, right. but yeah, so much is, div I don't want to say a lot. has. Uh, yeah. Let's save it for, save for yeah. the spoiler cast. Nope. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Um, oh, and there he is again here. Eat my raff. Yep, I knew you'd like that. Um, I really haven't watched anything else outside of uh, some of the YouTube series that I've been enjoying. Um, oh, hey, look, it's the the big giant weapon of craziness. Um, the apartment that Luke and I have. What the hell? Why are there guys still spawning when the mission is ending? Because the, you, there's a scorch cannon and they want you to have fun or something. Oh, okay. That, I guess I... That makes a little sense. Although, 
It's a little weird. To be, usually the mission's about to end, and my my MO is to sit on the corpse of whatever guy we just killed, and I can't do that because there are ads. The, the only things I've been watching recently, we don't have cable at the new apartment um, because uh, Luke has Netflix, and I have HBO Go, and so why? Ooh, you, you got something. I, I rode Soldier. I have no idea what this is. Well, that's kind never of never seen one before. I I lost the lottery, <laughs> and our friend at least got a mode of light. So there you go. Um, but yeah, uh, there's really been nothing on TV that I've been so enamored with that I feel the need to to buy cable. So we just bought a really nice internet package. Uh, I have been keeping up on uh, lots of R- RPG shows because uh, Critical Role continues to be goddamn amazing. And I've been watching um, the other thing that came out on Geek and Sundry Titans Grave that Will Wheaton has been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of those have been a, a lot of fun. Uh, Titans Grave is a little more uh, produced, which is, it makes it sound like Critical Role is not well produced, but Critical Role is like sitting in on a, a real D&D game. It's, it can be three to four hours. You get to see everything. Um which I love. Titan's Grave has a lot more of cutting out of of uh, probably a lot of weirdness and, and silences of dice rolls and things, and has a lot more uh, extra art and things, which is super super cool. But it's a it's a much more produced show, so I like them both for completely different reasons. And but they have been kind of my online obsessions because I I, I guess I just like watching D and D. Yeah, I actually started watching a lot of Hearthstone Let's Plays. I, I've been watching some yeah. of Day 9 stuff, and Hearthstone is actually a game. I, I, I need to stop using the word actually. I listened to the last podcast <laughs> that we did, and I said it at least 16 times, I want to say. Uh, we we well, all have our, our, our ways of speaking. And I, I our- am a Toastmaster now. I have to actually watch this stuff. I will say that Toastmasters is very helpful in trying to get a, get away from those words that you kind of rely on. I'm really happy I joined and uh, can't wait to do more. But it, it is something that uh, that it, that will definitely help at least me going forward. I'm going to be honest, real talk here for a second. Talk I'm real. surprised. Talk real to me. And, and just because he's not here, but he'll listen to this, so I'm sure he'll hear it. Uh, hear me talking shit about him. I am surprised that with the amount that Jack has been in Toastmasters, that he still has some of the you know issues that that uh, that we've run into. As as the person who edits the podcast is very familiar with. <laughs> listen, it's it's tough when you've got. Uh, fallbacks when you've got things that you do, especially to avoid what I just did, which is to, uh, that's, it's easy to, you to say, okay, anything's got to be better than an, uh, anything's got to be better than dead, dead air. And if saying this word or saying this phrase or, you know, whatever is going to get me through that, what I already know is awkward. And now it's just my own personal quirk. It's hard to give that up even when you know about it. It's hard to 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 move on from that without just replacing it with something else. So it makes it easier to li- when you listen to it a lot. Mm. And that is one of the nice things about editing the show is I get to listen to every episode. 
And, and I make an effort to. I, I watch the YouTube that we put up. And yeah. you should totally subscribe to our YouTube if you are Absolutely. listening to this because there's lots and lots of good stuff. And if this streaming here works out, which hopefully it has. I know we had some hiccups earlier. I had the stream going at a, at a higher frame rate than I, and resolution than I think my little computer could handle. So we should be good now, though. Well, and I do wonder once we can get Skype and uh, the the game running on the one, and then all your computer has to do is stream, if that will help. Because I, I feel like that's one less thing your computer has to worry about. It, that not having Audition open will help. Yeah. Because Audition is kind of a resource hog. Yeah, but this is this is fun. I do this more with Destiny or with other games. If it, especially in these um, kind of mindless raids that we know what we can do, and just chatting, you know, just amongst ourselves about fun things that are happening. Yeah, that's why. And that, again, that's why we're doing this and not like a Prison of Elders run. Although, if you would like to do a Prison of Elders run, I would be more than happy to take you on one. <laughs> Uh, I would, but not tonight because I I still have a bed to put together. Ah, uh, <laughs> like that I I have not put together the. I've been moving into this apartment for about a week. I've been very lucky in where I did not have to move everything all at once. But t- yesterday and today were the two big days of of moving the final bits of funness and more specifically bed. And I, I had a couple friends come over and help move bed and couch and some of the stuff that just won't fit in my car. And even then, uh, we have to do one more run because the the treadmill did not fit. And I like my treadmill. I like having that. It is fun. Um, but yeah, tonight is... I've stayed in the apartment a couple of times over the last week, but it has literally been sleeping on the sumo, and it's it's felt more like camping than actually living. And tonight, once I get the bed together, it will be the first kind of full night in the apartment and I'm not going to be thinking about well I need to pack tomorrow to go back to the house or do this so prison of elders will definitely happen but tonight bed totally understandable yep and hey next week I uh for fourth of July I'm having a tooth pulled and then I'm hanging out and doing practically nothing afterwards for reasons that should be obvious so we can totally prison of elders all fourth of july weekend (laughs) it's gonna be weird not being in austin for fourth of july weekend yeah yeah mary and chris were talking about it because this is the first time in a very long time that they've also not been in austin for fourth of july and more than that you know with with them running the the guardians for rtx that's that's a whole week of their lives that they practically a fortnight that they have to do all that for oh yeah and you know so they've been talking about going to see family for the first time in forever for this weekend and you know it's it's going to be the first time i mean the hope is that luke will be in america for fourth of july it's it's going to be close i want to get on the bike let me on the bike i like the bikes i like the pike bike yeah, we can just I, I was about to come snipe these dudes, but then I remembered, oh wait, we can just blow past these guys. Yeah. No and I, fight them. I like bikes that you can shoot things, so I like the pikes. Yeah, I am not gonna go anywhere that weekend. I my goal is to go get my tooth pulled and then come home. And for the first time in an incredibly long time, I have three days of absolutely nothing. I don't have to go to work. I don't, I'm not contracted for a gig for this 4th of July uh, for obvious reasons because ow tooth. So I'm going to sit on my ass in my new apartment and 
not spend money and not do anything. Are we blowing past these guys too, or do you want to kill them? Uh, yeah, we can blow past them. We don't. If if our it dep- I guess it depends on if our homeboy is fighting him. No, he's not. He's he's, he's not. Gone. He's running. Okay. Yeah. Oh no! Actually, no. Yeah, he's he's ahead. He's ahead. Oh damn it! I missed the jump. Don't die! Don't die! I died. Okay. I think you can self revive. Yeah, I can. I can. Here, don't I'll worry just revive you because it's it's easier, and I should get a shield shield that'll help me survive. Yay. Yeah, I just I'm totally messed up that jump. So Yeah, so I'm, I'm not I'm not going to fireworks. I'm not gonna do anything. I uh it was funny when I've mentioned it to people, their reaction about, oh, you're getting the tooth pulled right before Fourth of July. But what about hot dogs and corn on the cob? I'm like, listen, until this tooth is pulled, I can't do that now anyway. Or I really shouldn't. So I I am excited about doing nothing for three days. What's your I, plans for Fourth of July? I don't have any, I, and I assume there's going to be a barbecue. My more immediate concern is my plans for this weekend. We're at. Oh. We're going to do a escape the room challenge. There's oh, one nice. in Oklahoma City, and then we are going to go to the brand new Top Golf that just opened up. So we are super excited. That's very cool. Well, you'll have to. I was just about to say you'll have to non-spoilerly tell us about your your room escape challenge, but in all honesty, the chances of me actually doing that at your location are so remote. If we and oh, even I'm on the wrong side did, of the map for this. Even if you were able to come to Oklahoma City and we were able to do this, we would probably do another one. We wouldn't do the same one. No, because you you deserve to have a fresh experience too. So absolutely, eat my powers. Archon priest. Did you just call him Archon? Yeah. Did you ever play that game on the PC? Oh my god, I have a servitor in my face. Get out of my face. Oh, I've got a lot of things in my face. Alright, I'm running. I was running. I did not play that game. (laughs) Archon? Oh, it was a lot of fun. It was... I, I think I played it on the Apple IIe. It was... It was battle chess with mythological creatures, and it was probably one of my favorite games. And it, it had a lot more than, than chess going on. I mean, are you familiar with the game at all? Or No, no. It, it never even was on my radar. I, I know you said battle chess, so I know what you're talking about. But Yeah. So, I mean, battle chess is kind of the, the basic. Oh, and there we go. He's dead. Um. But yeah, there was a li- there's a light side and a dark side, and the light side is like um, a wizard and a fairy and unicorns and a phoenix and all these you know good mythological creatures, and the dark side was uh, shapeshifters and basilisks and uh, goblins and evilish creatures, and they all had their own individual uh, movements and powers, and so the main game was essentially chess moving people around the board but the board would change to light and dark and so if your light guys were on a light square they would get extra powers and if they were on a dark square they would be weaker and then if you tried to take over an enemy square it wasn't like chess and where if you just you bumped them out you actually went into basically a pvp battle and it was your guy versus their guy 
And each guy had these very specific powers that they could employ, usually one or two different things, and they would move around the map in different ways. So some characters are faster than another. And so it was not just, can you beat this guy at chess? But then, hey, I want to make sure that I attack this guy with this guy because, you know, my unicorn is going to be able to shoot this basilisk better than my phoenix will be able to it was it was a fun ass game and if anyone knows where i could find like an emulated version or if there's like an ipad version i can buy i would love to have that game again because i i played the shit out of that when i was young well we'll have to definitely look into it so we're going to do one more while we while we finish up here and uh and this one's pretty fast so it shouldn't be too bad but i i am really looking forward to this escape the room and i know that uh that one of our good friends is trying to put together something along those lines at rtx so they're depending on when panels are and just as a reminder for our audience we mm. do have a cornucopia of glib shark related panels we have the glib shark proper panel we have glib shark at night playing D D, and then we'll have a panel featuring myself and other community photographers capturing the community. And then we're going to have the podcast production panel with Joseph Donlap that I am also on. And all you of those. You should come to all of those. Oh, you should Everyone go to, should all, come of to those. all of them. All, all the panels. You should definitely. Hopefully none of like the D and D one, I think is the only evening one. So that's safe. But your other three panels, I am super hoping that they don't get scheduled at the same time. Cause that would be awful. Yeah, I think be, since I am a panelist on those, I, I think they try and avoid that. Oh, we'll I'm see, sure. Though. I'm sure. I'm sure that whoever is scheduling those things it knows that their people are going to be on multiple panels and are going to do their best. But, you know, that is a lot of panels to take care of. And there are three locations and I could easily see a whoopsie. So let us, you know, let us pray that there's no whoopsie. And we'll see what happens. We will pray to Odin, Satan, and Yahweh. <laughs> Nakathulu, come on. And Yarlathotep is my uh, is my elder god bag. Ah, uh, all right. Well, fair enough. Well, and uh, D and D is is slowly coming together. Um, I I can say that John Sedlak is confirmed as one of our guest players. Uh, I I was just talking to him the other day. In fact, not only is he confirmed as one of our guest players, uh, he's got awesome surprise shit in the works that I am super super impressed about. You know, and I I don't want to spoil it. I think he deserves to be able to announce some of the stuff that he's got planned. Um, but I'm super excited and so all we need is our fourth and i need to put together stuff for the charity auction and we'll we'll be good to go because the game has been set for months i am really looking forward to it i know that uh i actually you know what uh, real quick before we move on in this part of the strike i do have a suggestion for the the fourth here so okay so hold on a second putting it in the chat Oh, in the chat. Ooh, now I have to look somewhere else. So that, that person is someone who I was uh, talking to recently and I think would be an, a, an excellent ad just because of their, their personality and yes. their willingness to have fun. Yes. So I think that would be someone that we could possibly talk to. I, I 
love this plan. I will I will leave her in I just went the wrong way, I think. Nope, I'm right. No, I you're will good. leave her in your more than capable hands because I know we've we've talked about a couple of people that you would have a chance to talk to and ooh, talking around spoilers in with people listening is always fun. But yes. Yeah, we we have excellent plans for a fourth player. We have super awesome plans for um if you're going to be at RTX and want to participate in the game, there will be several different ways. Um, the the most obvious will help charity, which is you can uh, donate to Child's Play at the Thursday night um, charity ball of oh, extravaganza Rama, <laughs> name I've forgotten at the moment. And uh, the the thing that we'll have to bid on is you you can be the boss monster, uh, which we've done before to amazing effect and was a ton of fun. You, you'll get a chance to come up on stage. You'll roll my dice. You will choose my actions. You will decide who to attack and it will be amazing. Uh, if you also go to the Glib Shark panel, um, if the Glib Shark panel happens before the D&D game, because we don't know yet when these things are scheduled, there will be things that the audience will be able to do to affect the game. So you should definitely come and then if the glib shark panel is after the DD game then uh we can definitely have a chance to talk about the experience and things that we've done and how the game was put together and all that so it can be a, an after action report um our friend has jumped down so i'm just gonna jump down because yeah sure, might right? as well yeah that i i don't think we're gonna have too much of a problem with this anyway yeah i um, do like sitting up there with black hammer and shooting the guy but i i can come down like a plebeian well, and what's nice is that we don't have to worry about the, the guy who spawns behind us. Oh, Amobot's not a big deal. Amobot's our friend. I, well, I wouldn't go that far. I would say he is he is not a big deal. I would agree with that, but he is certainly not our friend. His well, hugs he br- hurt. He brings us ammo. He's Amobot. And, and, and hugs. That hurt. Ow. Oh, that guy was looking right at me when he decided to fire. Okay. So, yes, I, I am excited about RTX. And, oh, these guys are going to spawn right on my ass. Go away. All of you go away. And by all of you, I mean the one guy I apparently killed. Wow. Oh, well. So when do you get into uh, Austin for RTX? I am probably going to already be in town. I have, not to go into too much detail, but I, I do have an office in Austin that I can work out of. So I, that's the plan is that I'm going to work out of that office for a couple of weeks and then I'll just kind of show up to RTX after work. Mm. And so I will, I will be in town for hanging out during the evening. And I'm really looking forward to that because it's going to be a new experience for me. And then I'll be able to stay for late Monday stuff because I will not need to go anywhere. I'm super nice. excited. Well, I, Luke and I, um, on the plus side, my parents as an, uh, a, hey, you're finally getting married gift, um, have bought our plane tickets to RTX. Oh, yay. Which is, which is kind of awesome. And they bought on Alaskan, which is awesome because those are direct flights and Alaskan is pretty reliable and, and wonderful and amazing. On the not so awesome side, our flight out is a red eye. We'll be leaving. Well, 
it'll be easier to say we are arriving at six ish in the morning on Thursday. Wow. So chances are we will be going to wherever we will be staying and then sleeping. At least I will be sleeping for a couple hours because I don't sleep on planes. Luke might be fine. He, he can sleep practically anywhere. I'm not as good as he is. Um, and then our flight out is Monday morning at, I think, six o'clock in the morning. So Oof. it's Oof. it's early enough that we might just stay up all night the night before and get on the plane and come home and then pass out at the apartment. So they are not the best flights on the planet, but they are they are direct flights, which is awesome. They are and they're paid for, which is extra awesome. <laughs> so I, I can't complain. I can definitely relate at uh I want to say it was our, it was RT Philly 2011. Uh, I was out of a job at that point. So my parents went ahead and paid for my plane tickets as a like belated uh, accumulation of birthday gifts. And that was really cool because I hadn't really told anyone that I was going to go. I hadn't said I was, but I hadn't said I wasn't either. Mm. So people kind of assumed that I wasn't. So I, and I, I may have told the story a, a long time ago, but I was walking up to where everyone was having lunch. I'd just gotten out of the airport. I'd taken the subway to to the hotel and where everyone was having lunch. And I took a picture of the outside of the hotel and sent it to, to someone. I think I sent it to Amanda. And it was like, she was like, wait, what the fuck is this? Who, why, why is this going on? And so I walked into the hotel and Barbara was like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> you were not sad enough to where I believe that you weren't actually coming. And then there were lots of hugs and, and that was Yay. awesome. Yeah. Well, Luke will be selling his wares at Artist Alley. So um, it behooves him to let people know that he's going to be there so they can bring money. Because uh, we will not be eating or drinking unless you buy shit from Luke. So buy shit from Luke. That this is this is your warning. Anyone who's listening to this right now, who's going to RTX, please uh, spare a few dollars. Say you know his his stuff is very reasonably priced, especially for professional art like his. And come, oh, I just got Sunbreakers. Interesting. Oh, nice. I didn't have those, and I got Pax Totalis EPR, which is funny because there's Pax. Um. So yes, come come and see Luke and me. Although I will just be standing there doing whatever I can to help him, which, you know, is honestly not much. But yeah, come and see us and buy shit because his shit is awesome. There you go. That was I will probably plead for for that again as we get closer to RTX. Well, I think this is a really good spot to to call it at for the week. Uh, Absolutely. Since we had an interruption in the stream, we'll be putting this up in two parts for the YouTube. And so look for that very soon. And you should definitely follow us at YouTube. Just search for Glib Shark, and you will find us. You'll find our episodes. You'll find streaming game clips. You'll find lots of cool stuff. And then you can also find us at GlibShark.com for our, all our podcasting needs. And then on Twitter, you can follow all of us at GlibShark. And then individually at Jack Edithil, at, ro at Road underscore Block, and of course at Oboe Crazy. Uh, and I'm going to wave to the stream. I'm going to wave to – oh, yeah, hold on. Say, say bye. 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 All right, oh, guys. We're adorable. Thank, 
Thank you so much for joining us this week, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. That's all for this week's episode of Glib Shark. But you can find more swimming around the internet. Go fishing for us on iTunes. We're a five-star catch. Or follow us on Twitter, at Glib Shark. You can even drop us a line, glibshark at gmail.com. Until next week, stay sharky, my friends. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.